I was a pretty weird kid. I was significantly at my weirdest in middle school because all I wanted to do was go home and like write Moses like fan fiction on my iPod Touch. What? What fan fiction have- did you just say? Moses like like from The Simpsons. Oh my god, that is so specific. Okay. I've learned so much about Shelly in the last 24 hours. So yesterday, <laughs> I also discovered that as a toddler, <laughs> dude, <laughs> she used to eat moths. It was like a, it was a systemic issue to the point where I had to go to the pediatrician. <laughs> Hey, y'all, it's Lace. It's Catherine, and this is an episode of Cheaty's Podcast. What what kind of episode of Cheaty's Podcast? We've got a it? guest on today. Lace, we interview. Uh, we're going back to our old school ways. Yeah. We're back on the computer. We're all at our own homes. We're not in studio. Yeah. We found a hilarious guest. She's an Atlanta comic. She is uh, a fairy more than a human, True. I would say. Yes, she is yeah, a, she's more a fantastical myth- than practical. Yes, mythological creature uh, with stories for days, honestly. Y'all, it's what you're going to hear, it's going to blow your mind. Um, Fascinating guest, fascinating story, lots of fun, lots of silliness. And man, oh man, it's it's just great. And she's, like we said, she's a local uh, here to Atlanta, but originally from Myrtle Beach and you're going to get to hear a lot about that and Myrtle Beach also not a real place so she's yes you know we're unsure that Shelly is real and we're definitely sure Myrtle Beach isn't and this story will convince you of that so uh, in the meantime before we get to this awesome interview Catherine where can the people see you live give some dates I'll be in some real cities coming up. Uh, September 29th, I'll be in Tulsa at Bricktown Comedy Club in Tulsa. Um, November 3rd, we just added a one-nighter at, is it Dania? Dania? Dana Beach? I've done. Right outside Fort Lauderdale? D-A-N-I-A Beach Improv. Never heard of it. One night only that Friday. And then, special announcement, I am doing... New York Comedy Festival presents Catherine Blanford at the Laurie Beecham Theater in New York, November 8th. I think it's a Wednesday. Nice. So I, I've never like headlined in New York before. It's a theater. It's small. I think I'll have to sell like 90 tickets. Um, but, but that's huge. New York, yeah. Uh, I'd love to see you there. Then I've got some, a lot of Texas states coming up, Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, and then recording with Special Mobile in December. I did all my dates. Where are you? Beautiful. I, let's see, this should be coming out this week. So what can I advertise? Okay. So I've got Vegas again, back at the AGT residency at Luxor, the September 29th and 30th. That next week you can catch me in Connecticut. If you happen to go to Quinnipiac University. Uh, uh, it's in Hamden, Connecticut. If you're familiar with that place, check me out there on October 6th. And please correct me beforehand to let me know how to pronounce it. That would be great. Then you, I will be headlining Sunshine Comedy Club down in Old Florida, September, October 13th, 14th, and 15th. 
the next week you can catch me headlining the Kentucky Comedy Festival in Murray, Kentucky, and then Lookout Comedy Festival in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Those are back-to-back dates. That is October 19th and then the 20th. And then Tacoma Comedy Club with former guest Dulce Sloan. You can catch me there first week of November. And yeah, so you can find all of our dates on, um, as always, on our website, slayslayerby.com, katherineblanford.com. And if you have not left a review for Cheaties, please leave us a review. We've had a new one. Uh, It was very short, very sweet, but we appreciate all of them. So please, please leave us some reviews. Here's our latest one from September 8th from Spuds222324. It says, awesome, five stars. April was a great guest. We agree. We also agree. Thank you guys so much for the love. Um, yes. I think I should, not that it really matters, but I had to, I, I won't be at the Kentucky Comedy Festival. Oh, yes. Things have changed. <laughs> Big things have changed. Um, Catherine is, is uh, she's, she is the Jeffersons. She is moving on up. So she will not be at that festival, but I will. So please come to that festival. Yes. Come see me. Come, if you, yeah, you just change up your dates. If you were going to come see me, go see Lace. Yeah. And yeah, I'll be, um, I'll be in Portland, Seattle, and Canada with Burt Kreischer. Um, yeah, she just whispered that one, but that's with Burt Kreischer, folks. So why don't you go check that out? So if y'all are going to go see Burt Kreischer on the Fully Loaded Tour live, you can catch our our very own hometown, Catherine Blanford. Hopefully, I hope, shotgunning beers like a maniac. That's what I want to see. That's what I, I already see. have my denim jumpsuit ready to go. But, so we weren't going to probably, probably aren't going to do live cheaties in Chattanooga then. Maybe... We're just talking that out. Um, yeah. But we want to do more live cheaties. So if you yeah. guys got a festival or something, holler at us. We Please. want to come and do a live cheaties. They're the most fun. They're they so, so fun. Genuinely are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if you just want us to come do a live cheaties for you and your friends, uh, hit us up. Direct messages. Listen, yeah. uh, you know. We'll, we'll come to your basement. No questions asked. For almost nothing, honestly. It's really way cheaper Make than sure. you think it is. <laughs> so. Just a few white claws and keep us blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. It's, it's actually less creepy that way. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Without further ado, phenomenal episode with you guys. For you guys, uh, just, you know, again, turn up the volume and be ready for everything that comes out of this guest's mouth because it's always something absurd and insane. Uh, without further ado, enjoy this episode with our guest, Shelly Grunberg. Hey, listener, you're about to hear a really juicy cheating story. Names and locations may have been changed to protect the guilty. We're not licensed therapists or lawyers. Hell, we barely have a driver's license. We're just two broke comedians who've been through some shit. And this alleged story is one-sided. If you know another side, please call our emergency redemption hotline at 888-STABBY-8. And yes, that is a real number. Now sit back, relax, and pour yourself a bowl of cheaties. Okay, everybody, we are so excited. We have uh, what I hope to be a doozy of an episode today because we have got the one, the only, the incomparable Shelly Gruenberg in the house. Shelly, how are you today? Oh, I'm freaking fantastic. I had a monster for breakfast, so I'm really jazzed to be here. Everything that comes out of your mouth. Everything. Literally, it's... 
It's it's a shock. <laughs> it's art. Yeah. It is uh, unexpected. It is absurd. Usually, why? Please explain why you had a monster. Why you thought that was a good uh, breakfast choice? <laughs> Just. I need your reason. My friends always tell me, they're like, I've never heard like a jump scare in a normal conversation before. Uh, I I like unleashing the beast because coffee's just yucky. I don't know. I've never liked it. Um, okay. And I've, I didn't fall for the propaganda. We are, <laughs> Shelly, uh, for those of you who are just listening, is donning a, I would say a pink puffy sleeved, yeah. Um, blouse. Could you give us a twirl, Shelly? Yeah, with a little that's, that's lace what to line the chest. Yes. Please, I'm in my pajamas. And <laughs> these are pajamas? Stop <laughs> the it. The pants are. With just Wait, a lighter, right, uh, with a lighter pleated pajama short, naturally. Yeah. Oh, they're actually a wide leg trouser. Right, okay. Of course. Yes, so, a, a cool lot, if you will, if, yeah. if we're really getting technical <laughs> um, here. Yeah, yes, we will, and then a, a peasant top. Mm-hmm. We just want uh-huh. you guys to experience the Shelly that we are experiencing, um, but you yes. will with this story. Okay, so Shelly, you're you're in Atlanta right now, right? I okay, am. Yeah. Okay. Okay, um, Shelly, we're gonna dive into. Let's get into it. Let's get into the story. Oh, oh we're getting in. So oh, getting I want to know. Take us back to the beginning. I honestly don't even know, like, because I where Shelly came from, and I don't mean location. I mean time and space. Yeah. I mean spiritually. Yeah. Uh, I mean what what concoction did somebody yeah. put into uh, a cauldron? Cauldron. That came that Shelly came out of. <laughs> like both, how did your how did your being yes. become what is the genesis of Shelly? Let's start yes. there and then we'll move into the story. Well, and for the listeners, oh, I want to hear from Shelly, but for the listeners, once again, if you can't see her outfit, you you only can hear her magical voice. I I need you to know when she appeared in Atlanta, she came supposedly from Boston. We don't know for sure. We're going to find out. (laughs) But she just appeared in a puff of smoke Mm -hmm. um, and in adorable outfits with with this unique voice, not just her actual speaking voice, just her viewpoints on the world and the way she conducts herself. And we all, everyone fell in love immediately. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dying to get down into this as well with Catherine. So Shelly, please take it away. <laughs> Absolutely. So I started comedy in Boston, but I'm originally from Myrtle beach, South Carolina. Perfect. Perfect. It's already uh, been so many, uh, to answer so many questions. So many. It absolutely does. My love of airbrush. <laughs> my, <laughs> My, like, palpably unsettling energy. <laughs> Your monster but, energy for breakfast. Yeah. Absolutely. Breakfast of champions. Um, but I am from Myrtle Beach originally, and that's where I grew up. That's where my mom's lived her entire life. Wow. So, weirdly enough, I was born in Atlanta, Bragg, north side, B-section, <laughs> but... God, I'm such a C-section too. I feel like that's indicative of a lot of things about me because I'm I was like too much of a princess to even be born. You know? <laughs> Wait, Catherine, are you C-section too? I have no idea. It's so I funny. Know. I don't even know. Do they say something? Is there something about C-section kids? Do they? Is it like an only child thing? Are they like C-sections are prima donnas? We'll find out. You know what? The listeners should tell us if there is. I want to know. And then yeah. you need to look at your birth certificate and see if you are. Because does it say it on I there? Was, yeah, it'll have to say like how you if it was a live birth or um, 
or not just live birth, obviously it'll be live birth because we're all here still, but uh, it'll yeah. say if it was vaginal or C-section. I, got it. I, I was emergency C-section. So I have yeah, it right here on a holiday. So I'm, I'm just an emergency. We were all C-section. Oh, I love that. I'm, I hope Princess so. We don't behavior. know. Catherine's look, she's, she just pulls right up here. her phone it's and my... just immediately pulls up her birth certificate. How? I guess I'm usually if you're a C-section, your mom will tell you because they'll be like, they pulled out all my guts. So I know. I feel like they don't let you forget it if you were a C-section. It doesn't say. Well, I guess, well, you are looking at a Kentucky birth certificate, which is just a little bit of a scribble on a napkin from Burger King, it looks like. Right. (laughs) So. Well, yeah, but it has, it has one of the official stamps from the Burger King manager. Right. (laughs) And it's, well, no, there, it's an. Her mom had it her way. So, yeah, it was vaginal. <laughs> so it was vaginal. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Burger King manager is also a doula. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> they actually lubed up her vagina with that special Burger King sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry right now. Okay. I'm so angry. So okay, you're, coming, right. you're coming out of Myrtle Beach. You were not homeschooled. I was not. At, wow. Contrary to popular belief. Biggest shock of the year, honestly. You didn't go to Hogwarts. What? I I would literally never. I'm so scared of ghosts. (laughs) But it was redneck Hogwarts. And witchcraft, frankly. Anytime a witch threatens me, I get diarrhea immediately, which only reinforces my belief in witchcraft. Anytime a witch threatens me as if it's a daily occurrence. Okay, so you're an avid Catholic from Myrtle Beach. (laughs) You go to normal school. How do you end up in Boston? Well, no, more um, about I, Myrtle Beach, please. God. Yeah. So I was in Myrtle Beach. I was a child actor. I did a lot of- In Myrtle uh, Beach? Golf. Yeah. Where are you acting? I did a lot of golf course commercials. <laughs> and I, not to brag, but I was uh, the child spokesperson for the Bel- the Pelicans. What? <laughs> the Myrtle Beach Pelicans minor league baseball team. What would you say? I love the Pelicans. <laughs> I love baseball. I love hot dog. I love hot dog. Singular. Hot dogs. Yeah. Oh my god. What um, what, what were your what was your compensation as the because I did child acting too and I remember like how much money I got for different gigs. What what did you get? What was your compensation in Myrtle Beach? My mom told me it was one hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> so who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> okay. God. So you're a child okay. actor. In Myrtle Beach, this you are lining, lining up. You yes. are the the princess of Myrtle Beach. I was the hottest child with the most developmental disabilities. <laughs> you are the Sharpay. <laughs> of Myrtle Beach. I absolutely was. If, if the Sharpay Evans was in two teacher math, like I was really crushing it. Two teacher math. I've never heard it called that. Which was interesting because I met. Uh, my ex-fiance in middle school Perfect. because I was in a lot of the like assisted learning classes, mm-hmm. but electives I would were up to us. So I was able to go into like chorus, which is great because I've always had such a song in my heart. Um, and I go in there and I see this guy, right? And, and he's also 12. And... <laughs> Um, he was like this surfer dude, and he was also a we child actor. We can't call actor. a 12-year-old a guy or a dude. I'm sorry. He is he is a child. Okay. All right. 
Okay, so a he's surfer child. A, he, yeah. I was also a child, so I can say he was the hottest other child. Right. Okay. Hey, hold on. I'll tell you what we're going to call him right now. Hold on. I just have to do this. I have to do this two-teacher math real quick. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> he, is, uh, he is a 144-month-old baby. So There you go. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. Okay, women in STEM. Yeah. They, thank you. So you're singing your heart out. You're singing love songs to this boy as an alto. Ab- How'd you know? I can tell. I can tell. <laughs> so I was in the alto section really holding it down. Mm-hmm. And um, there was this guy. And he was also doing, like, child acting engagements. And he and I had been in, like, a couple of community theater plays together. Wow. He was very, like, L.L. Bean model. And I was really, like, a kid who shouted in <laughs> commercials. So we were from different worlds. You're, like... <laughs> You did end up in a lot of the same casting calls. What? what yeah. Right. Like what yeah. commercial? Like he's in LL Bean, and you're in like I don't know Halloween Towns. What the Halloween <laughs> stores? Spirit, Spirit, Spirit Halloween. Spirit, Spirit Halloween. Yeah, he's LL Bean. I'm Spirit Halloween, and those two worlds collided in a really beautiful way. I feel like you're gonna write a song about that. I think that's this is a song yeah. that your next song in your heart is gonna be this one. Very Absolutely. Okay. But my vibe was kind of like, I was a pretty weird kid. I was significantly at my weirdest in middle school because all I wanted to do was go home and like write Moses like fan fiction on my iPod Touch. So, what what fan fiction have... did you just say? Moses like like from The Simpsons. Oh. oh my god, that is so specific. Okay, wow. So all right. Also, this <laughs> so you're twelve. Up. So she's 12. Catherine, this also lines up. I have to just jump in and just say, I've learned so much about Shelly in the last 24 hours. So yesterday, (laughs) I also discovered that as a toddler, (laughs) she used to eat moths. It was like a a systemic issue to the point where I had to go to the pediatrician. That her mom would just find her, just pop, just popping moths in her mouth. It's nom nom nomming on some moths. Just hanging around the lights on the porch. What? What in your brain said, this is for eating? Yeah, what? I think my brain was just like, I'm this many. I'm holding up three fingers, listening audience. Um, And I think it might have been a texture thing because they don't look bad to eat (laughs) i love baked lays (laughs) they look so squishy no they look soft they have like fuzzy some moths have fuzzy bodies are we getting are we triggering you right now you're like drooling shelly's drooling right now (laughs) i look starving some are crunchy some are slimy I just tied, listening audience, I just tied a napkin around my neck and I'm holding a fork and knife. <laughs> no, I know what it is. I know what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. How old are you, Shelly? I am 25. Okay, you're 25. I know exactly what happened. You got to the scene in Lion King where they lift up the log and, yes. and the little Timon, he, he goes, ooh, the little green kind. And yes. he squeezes the little, the little beetle and then he pops it in his mouth. And then, and you were like, 
and then you turned off the movie. You're like, this is the whole movie. We're done. done. That's and the- you walked immediately outside and you're like, ooh, little green kind. Squish, squish. Pop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. In that movie, they made him look scrum diddly um yeah. Wow. See? That's it. This is it. And Little Mermaid, Ursula, she ate the little bugs. She used them for lipstick and she ate them, and yeah. I think. That yeah. also. Because you're very Ursula vibes. Yeah. So okay. very young That's Ursula. So hot girl coded. <laughs> Just yeah. lipstick bug, eat bug. Oh. <laughs> so you had to go to the doctor because because you started to eat, and I'm gonna put this in quotes, too many moths. Too many moths. <laughs> this isn't a one-time yeah. occasion. That one story of how your mom caught you eating a moth. No, this was a snack, a daily and snack. It's kind of like sushi where it's it takes a lot to get full on moths, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm not going to survive this episode. I can't live so, like this. Okay. Oh, God. Okay, so, so you're fast here. So ju- I just want to give more backstory. There's you, just, you're in choir. You've sprouted two itty-bitty little wings on your back. I'm in choir. Absolutely. And just to paint a picture, I am stern to stem in the Avril Lavigne Coles collection. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Some ch- pink was, and black checkered. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A fedora hat. A shirt with a tie and vest attached yes. to it. Short. Yes, obviously. And he was wearing like a shirt with like an eagle on it and cargo shorts that come down to mid-calf. <laughs> mm, a long short on a yeah. man. And he had a ponytail and everyone always called him girl hair. And I was like, he is, I want to smell it. You know? <laughs> um, But he kept it long for like a surfer vibe. I feel like his mom was very um, anthropology. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she was just kind of curating a look for her children. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah. Did um, he surf? Yeah, he surfed and he was really into skateboarding. Okay. Oh, right. very Avril. I like it. Exactly. Skater boy. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. So, so we meet this boy. Are we naming this boy? What is this boy? Just surfer boy? Girl hair. We, we can give him a name. I'm thinking, ooh, let's call him the Grinch. <laughs> okay, so we meet the Grinch. We meet 12-year-old we meet Grinch. Grinch. We've yeah, all seen all versions of the film. Yes, right. okay. <clears throat> yeah, so I meet girl hair. and Girl hair. He um, was just like so uncharacteristically kind to me in a way people really hadn't been up to that point mm-hmm. um like people would always tell people i have lice because i did constantly <laughs> <laughs> do you think maybe they were just little moth bugs little moth, little moth eggs <laughs> little i was like these aren't lice baby they're larva they're for lunch larva. <laughs> and i would like tilt the brim of my hot pink fedora <laughs> Little bugs would fall yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, little, little. <laughs> They'd go, no, wee! They fell to the ground. Holy shit. Okay, okay. so you're... Oh, God. You're growing your own food. Sure. You're yeah. a forager. <laughs> I'm a forager. She's a lady a of farmer. the land. Right. I'm a skater boy. See you later, boy. Right. <laughs> okay. People All call right. you lice girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, often. Mm-hmm. Sure, but he didn't. He didn't. He was just like, which is weird because he was extremely at risk. <laughs> <laughs> With his long locks. Yes. With his beautiful luscious hair. Yes. But 
he was uncharacteristically nice to me in middle school and would sit with me every day. And he liked the Lonely Island, like Andy Sanford's. Oh. Uh, oh. Andy Sanford. Okay. Oh, you know, Andy Sanford, uh, comedian of note. <laughs> this is Andy Sanford. I'm pretty sure you said Andy Sanford. Oh, I totally did. Yeah, okay. It's okay. because we were on a show together last night. Like, I'm, he's on the dome. But... <laughs> so, Lonely Island. Yeah. One of my all-time favorites. Great taste. By the way. Oh, right. Yeah. He would give me one of his headphones, and we would listen to I Just Had Sex on his oh, iPod shuffle. Oh, beautiful. And I was like, I don't even know what sex is, but this song rocks, yeah, dude. good song. <laughs> It's a good song. It's a good jam. Yeah. And so we really connected over liking, like, Family Guy and things like that. And I, I was really into adult animation at the time. And you could always tell because I would be in a graphic tee that was entirely too tight <laughs> with whatever <laughs> adult animation character I was feeling for that day. Yeah. So I really connected with him on these things. And I don't think he had... I was not like the other 12-year-olds. Um, <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, I think we've established that. Yeah. Also 25-year-olds. So we <laughs> also, yeah. Or any other year yeah. olds. And so he and I would talk on the phone about, like, the latest adult animation. And we would, like, tell secrets. And it was just the nicest. A boy had never been nice to me before. You know? Yeah. Because I was always breathing so loud. Um <laughs> And I just thought he was the coolest guy ever. So we were like a little dating without it being sad. Sure. But then I was getting bullied so bad I had to transfer school. Oh, damn, dude. It's fine. <laughs> I, I reinvented myself. Yeah. I think it worked out. By being fine. exactly the same but worse at the next school. So. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay. All right. So, so you. So you move schools. Move so schools. what happens to love affair with girl hair? Girl hair and I stay in touch all throughout, and we um, are still doing, like, community theater shows together and seeing each other often, um, and we, like, we're casually, we're, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, but not really, mm-hmm. because in middle school one day, I was like, do you want to be my boyfriend? And he was like, absolutely, yeah, but then I think he kind of, like, dummy-checked that decision mm-hmm. with a couple of his friends, and they were like, "Ab." Absolutely not. Because I was also on like um, an anti-seizure medication that caused me to gain about 70 pounds over the course of three months. Did you have a seizure? Um, I don't know. I think I think I was just stressed out. And when I would get stressed out, I would lie down because I never had one in front of a doctor. (laughs) But my psychiatrist was just like, eh, fuck it. And put you... (laughs) Yeah, every every reveal of of every new detail is it, I I have new pathways forming in my brain because of this conversation. So yeah, okay. So you're just right. on anti seizure because you be laying down. You because be laying my, down. <laughs> yeah, they, they hate to see a woman lying. <laughs> no, but my mom has seizures, and then I was having like seizure like symptoms when I would get stressed out. Sure, which was definitely related to the autism stuff, but they really hadn't connected that yeah. yet. Sure, sure, sure. Got it. They were just All like, right. it's probably, we're not going to think about autism. We're going to think about seizures. Yeah. Oh, no, they there. actually thought about it quite a bit. <laughs> 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 I 
I can't. I can't. So. I thought about it quite a bit. Well, they misdiagnose girls all the time, first of all. So I want to start out that they they don't. And they just, they name a thousand other things instead of being on the spectrum for girls. Well, I was diagnosed as on the spectrum when I was nine. Okay. Which speaks to how spectacularly autistic I was, is that I was a girl and I got properly diagnosed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, So (laughs) that's... Okay. But... All right. My mom has seizures, and so okay. they attributed it to that and put me on an anti-seizure medication that caused me to gain weight pretty rapidly. But I did not make any adjustments to the clothes I was sure. wearing. No, of course not. And once again, mom didn't – she didn't put her hand into the, the fashion decisions. She just said she's going to go for it. We're body positivity. She would say, point blank, I don't want to give you an eating disorder. <laughs> I love it. I'm so team your mom. Yeah. I like it. She yeah. just, your mom is great. She let you do you. Big fan. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Also, I already have trouble not shopping in the children's section. Like emotionally, like I'll see an ad targeted ad for a pair of ballet flats with a big bow and I'll want them, but then they're kids shoes. So I was having that trouble a lot in middle school when I still felt like a kid. Yeah. But yeah, I... Which I think that's normal, honestly, because middle school is that weird, I'm not a girl, I'm not yet a woman. Right. You know, like, so that's okay. Exactly. And I was making the transition from girl to woman in the least delicate and gentle way possible. (laughs) From like, Hello Kitty, small shirt, pants, Lane Bryant. (laughs) You're like, I'm not a girl, not yet a grandma. (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, all right. So we're still seeing boy, or, or, but, but we're not boyfriend girlfriend because his friends won't let him. Exactly. But you're and still that was seeing him in, all the time. I'm still seeing him all the time, and I think spiritually, he wanted to be with me, but socially, sure. It, um, people were telling him I had lice and not to stand too close, so it was like a really difficult balance. <laughs> and then I, over the course of the summer, I stopped taking the medication and I start teaching for an improv summer camp where I'm standing all day and I lose the majority of that weight over the course of like a year and a half when I wasn't seeing him. Okay. Um, and I don't see him again until we start a community theater production together. Um, it was a Christmas show called North Pole Musical. Nice. Right. That's creative. And he was the star and I was but a featured elf. So Damn. what was was he little tiny to him? God no. He was he was like gigantic for a middle schooler. He was like five four. <laughs> so he was Santa himself. Right. I think he was like the head elf, but he he got into a relationship with the girl who played Susie Snowflake. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. Who was like? So he's the head elf. He's dating Susie Snowflake. It's a classic quarterback meets cheerleader, but on stage. On stage. Mm -hmm. But it really is. (laughs) And I just was spending a lot of time online. I had started. I was a freshman in high school at the time, and I had started a women's empowerment club. So I was just very, yeah, civilly involved, but also like incompetent and annoying. Yeah, who was also in (laughs) that club with you? Yeah. Um, Well, it's a high school in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So I would say about three other (laughs) 
annoying girls. <laughs> one goth. Right. One girl just one, transferred one from counselor. <laughs> school counselor. Well, the school. English teacher with the short hair was our... <laughs> Um, but I got dethroned as president of the Women's Empowerment <laughs> Club. you created? Because, yeah, because I thought hot and bothered meant angry. And so I had to write an announcement for school. And I get on the announcements and say, do women's issues get you all hot and bothered? <laughs> Come on down to room 202 during break to hear more about the Women's Empowerment Club. That's fantastic. And, and then you got great. dethroned because it meant horny. Yeah, it meant horny, horny, horny. I also got dethroned from the announcements. I wasn't allowed to make another one in like all four years of going to college, high school there. You are dethroned for, and you are no longer allowed to speak into any microphone with on within school grounds. Yeah, they were really silencing the women of this. The, the <laughs> Because horny I asked women. if everyone was, <laughs> because of, I asked if everyone was horny. Yeah, for they women's really issues. silenced me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am, so I would have signed up. Uh, I think that's great. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Um, And so I was just kind of getting as involved and engaged and having as parasocial of a relationship as you can have with any adult who was nice to me. With adults. Not not other classmates. Um, Not really. Like, I really was... I had my thumb on the pulse of the admin gossip. <laughs> um, but then I started working and I kind of curated my personality to that because I was working at this dive bar. And so I would leave musical rehearsal at five and work at this dive bar to like one or two. Wow. What, at what age are we at now? 15? We're at like 15. Okay. Yeah. And I had eyelashes on my car. Sure. And I yes, this tracks. started really leaning into the Myrtle Beach, which is like parking lot fights, the mall. <laughs> mall fights. Um, mall mall fights. Mall fights. <laughs> Hot topic fights. <laughs> and so I started, I guess, tailoring my personality more to the people I was around. Yeah. And which made me a lot easier to be around. <laughs> And by the time me and uh, Girl Hair were in a, like, show together again, I was almost unrecognizable to the person he had initially, like, liked, but socially it wasn't beneficial for him to be right. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we started talking and we started dating and uh, we went to prom together that <gasps> year. Ooh. Huge. This is junior, senior year. This was my junior year. Okay. I just felt like this was my aquamarine moment, you know, like this is how things were meant to be. And I was debating between going on the pre-med track of biology mm-hmm. or going to film school mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. I think the latter. Probably- so I was debating being rich and poor. I was really between the two. Yes. yes. So you can't decide. He's now like, this is working for me. Absolutely. And it was a lot of me saying things. And he said, that's hilarious. Don't say that to anyone else, though. So (laughs) we were, like, really hitting it off. We were both really busy. So we would see each other maybe once a week, which is my ideal amount of times to see a boyfriend. And things were just super wonderful. But I would see photos of him 
online with other women often because it was like the heyday of Snapchat and Instagram. Other women. I was seeing him on the phone with like girls who shopped at Delia's. I was not seeing him with other women. I don't know why I said that. But you're like just hanging out with divorcees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's who's hanging out with like laundromat owners. I don't know why that's like the sluttiest profession to me. He's hanging out with laundromat owners' daughters. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. And and like we went to different high schools because I had transferred. Right. Right. And so like I was seeing him very rarely, but in those moments where I was seeing him, it was the best because I would just watch him play Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. And because he couldn't talk when he was playing, he would just let me not shut the fuck up for like long periods of time. So I would just monologue (laughs) at him while he played Mortal Kombat. Really the ideal relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and when I'm the first alto Glinda on Broadway who cannot sing, (laughs) and you (laughs) are living in my brownstone doing whatever this is. (laughs) So you're you're planning out your future. Oh, yeah. I really am. Mm -hmm. And I think he's agreeing with me because it's easier and because his mom loved me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, his mom had artificial grass as carpet under their kitchen table so she like was making really interesting interior decorating choices that I always noticed and I think she also saw me as someone who was permissive enough to let her kid stink while also assertive enough to make sure he is fine you know mm-hmm. what do you mean stink and I mean, like, permissive enough to stay with someone who is not the kindest to me while assertive enough to make sure he's doing the things that a mother wants a son to be doing. So y'all are together. (laughs) I need to find out how you get engaged to this boy in high school. This is what I need to know. We're circling my uh, senior year and I've applied early decision and I get into my first choice film school. Awesome. With hey, a creative uh, submission that he acted in, weirdly enough. Um, and so I, but money is like a huge issue and it's a private college in Boston. And if he and I got married and we had been, in my mind, dating on and off since eighth grade, in his mind, serious about each other for a long time, but just now made it a fish a fish. Mm-hmm. And so I broached it to him and he proposed almost immediately. Because we begin? if you get married, you get significantly more financial aid. As a child? Is, as If a child bride comes to school, they give them... Anyone married. I was 17 when we got engaged, but I would have been 18 when we got so married. So Boston's okay. like, we need, we want our teenagers married. Any college. Yeah. If you're married, your parents' income is not factored into your FAFSA. Because now you're, now you're a separate entity from your parents, so they have to give you way more money because y'all don't have any... Like assets Anybody. or credit or anything. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Ha- okay, okay, okay. That was making sense. Oh, That's actually smart. That's scam. actually a really good workaround. Why didn't I marry my gay best friend in high school? Mm-hmm. Damn it. Right? So, I'm surprised more people don't do this then. Okay. So, I know. I'm like, he, this is a hack I think we just stumbled upon. This is very smart. Yeah. He, does he propose yeah. with a ring, a ring pop? Um. Yeah, I, I got a ring. You oh. did? Where? How, where from? Yeah, from, I, from I, 
I really did not ask any follow-up questions throughout this relationship. Clear, clearly, I didn't ask follow-up questions because I don't think he was smart enough to lie yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I didn't ask, but I did see that it was silver. And that was my first inkling that maybe I shouldn't do that. Because it was silver. Because I'm a... I'm a, I've been a gold girl my entire life. Anyone who's ever bought me a piece of jewelry knows that I prefer yellow gold. Mm-hmm. And so seeing like this visual indicator that this person barely knows me or didn't even consider whether or not I would like it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of offset by like this, what felt like a huge sacrifice of getting married extremely prematurely. So I kind of was weighing like a huge sacrifice. Silver. <laughs> Ugly ring. Yeah. <laughs> and... I felt petty for even saying anything, even though it was indicative of not knowing me super well. So I continue with the relationship and it's getting back to me from multiple people that he is seeing other people (sighs) this entire time. Uh, It's getting back to me from uh, many theater gay at his other school <laughs> yeah wait did, are you guys are y'all actively making plans to get married this whole time too like are you like we're gonna go to the justice of the peace we were planning on eloping yeah. at the or come come uh financial aid time we were planning on eloping i was gonna take a gap year to get things settled and then go to the college i wanted to go right. to um but it just kept getting back to me that he was seeing other people but this is the first boy who had ever been interested in me yeah. you know well he was and the first like it was he at the only still at this point like because he first started giving you attention at 12 and then did you have any boys in the meantime it's so odd because i've had people reach out to me and be like i had the biggest crush on you in high school i was always interested in you but i don't know if this episode's indicative of my uh ability to pick up on social cues <laughs> But I had no I thought no one had ever been interested yeah. in me besides this one. Person. Well, this is the first and boy in high school to propose to you. Exactly. <laughs> and so I just kind of felt I'm not the glamorous, self-assured woman you see before you today. I really did believe that this is the only person who would ever be interested in me. And how lucky am I that he wants to marry me? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Which is such a bummer. Yeah. And your kids. So, yeah, yeah I was we like, all have four. Dumb thoughts. Ooh, wait, were your parents on board with y'all getting married? What, 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 did you walk around with your ring in class? Like, I yeah, am you, a fiance. And when, I think my parents, teacher was like, I'm still fucking on uh, Cupid, whatever. Okay, Cupid. Okay. I can't find anybody in this. My students. Yeah, there's an angry. I love the. I love the the storyline of the angry single teacher who's like. He's like congratulations. Wow, that's great. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, good luck getting on the announcements. <laughs> the teachers lean in like um, you know she's got lice. Yeah. Right? Just wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I was also heavily involved in like a high school theater program and like. They also knew my fiance and were very about it and thought it was super cool. Because I don't know if you've ever been in a high school theater program, but it's a lot like being in like the Sanford prison experiment. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. 
like that's very funny. by some like arbitrary measure like ability to tap dance like weird social structures yes, the start hierarchy. to form yeah oh yeah, my yeah, god yeah, yeah. If you tap dance you're like a deity you're a god yeah oh absolutely but none of that <laughs> hierarchy transfers anywhere else outside of your theater yeah <laughs> and and as and as we've moved on uh, i've re- i've realized that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a big way. I remember a girl who was so horrible to me in high school was like, it got back to me that she was telling people that I left, let myself go. And I'm so super jealous of her, which is crazy because I forgot her last name until I called someone to ask so I could look her up on Facebook when I got that back to me so that she good. was saying this shit. That feels yeah. so good. And she's a princess at a Disney park now. And that's what I'm jealous of is being a glorified tilt-a-whirl operator. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, you get to wear a ball gown in the Florida sun. <laughs> Wish I was you, bitch. But <laughs> and yeah, and to her credit, the the princesses also don't even have last names, so that's why it's easy to forget. It's yeah, no Cinderella. Cinderella sound. sounds like a last name. This is true. Yeah, Martha Cinderella. Wow. <laughs> okay, so so people are starting. You're getting. It's getting back to you. You're walking around with your ring on, silver ring. You you hate you yeah. hate that it's silver, but you're walking around with your ring, and then there is some whispers in the air that absolutely yeah. And he would do this thing where he would joke about what he was doing. So he would be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go drag race my car and smoke a bunch of weed," and I would laugh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't realize that all of these like things he was joking about doing. Also, to clarify. I had never had sex before and really had no interest in participating in that activity. Oh, so you so still haven't had sex. You are engaged. We have not. To a, to a boy that you have known for a solid six plus years. Longer, And have probably, never had sex. And still had never had sex. Had you done any other things? Just curious. Um, I would only let him touch my boobs one at a time in That's the dark. Fantastic. So he never figured out which one was bigger. That's fantastic. Well, okay, but so the engagement's happening. You're making plans yeah. to go to college. You're going to do a gap year. And then at some point, his mom reaches out to you, right? Right. Yeah. So his so, friends know he's cheating. The, the other, the other, his the friends know he's cheating. I had knows. never had sex with him before. Yeah. Freshman year, we were dating. Sophomore year, we weren't. Junior year, we were. Right. So I was just talking to him one day about how much we have in common. We're both blonde former child actors sure. who have never had sex before. Right. Uh, and he is like, what are you talking about? Oh. And he slept with someone between Damn. that while we were taking a break for a year. Okay. Wow. Wow. And I mentioned that to my friends and they were like, that's great. He's experienced <laughs> now. He's he's gathered he's intel a, for you. Yeah, he had sex. Because, because he loves you. Yeah. He had sex with somebody <laughs> in the back of a van one time for eight seconds. Yeah. He knows what he's doing now. Yeah. Absolutely. He's got his real thumb on the pulse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then I know he's slept with someone in between that, mm-hmm. but I'm still seeing pictures of him and the person he slept with cropping up online. And then he went on his senior trip with his high school theater class. Mm-hmm. And there were photos of them in the background of other photos, like holding hands. Oh, no. Oh, no. And Snapchat this is- never lies. During engagement I- time? Absolutely. And I see all of those things and I weigh the pros and cons and I decide, I know, I'm not going to tell him I know and I'm going to continue with this relationship. Of 
because of the financial aid benefits. Because of, because of the clear payout that sure. I have. Sure. And because this is the only person who's ever expressed any type of interest in me. Yeah. And his uh, mom's got grass under the dining table. So right. there's so many Absolutely. benefits to this relationship. His entire family loved me. Okay. So you're like, I'm not going to say anything about seeing him holding hands with a woman without a ring on. Not me. When do you hear from his mom? So my mom, I come home and my mom's been crying, which is very unlike her. And she looks really upset and she sits me down on the couch and she's like, I just got off the phone with the Grinch's mother and she told me everything. Because he and I would have these major arguments where like, he would be like, check my phone if you don't believe me. Just check my phone. And he would show me his phone Mm -hmm. and let me go through it. And there were no text messages at all Mm -hmm. because he would delete everything and then instigate an argument where I should check his phone. But he didn't know. I already knew. And I was like, you're making it harder for me to ignore this by being this defensive. (laughs) And so his mom uh, got an app installed on his phone that retains all of his texts. Why? Because she thought he was smoking weed. And got texts that proved he was smoking weed which is so funny that that was like a big deal breaker for me at the time because I was like drinking cough syrup at the water park where I worked I don't know why I thought like a little bit of weed was a deal breaker drinking cough syrup at the water but (laughs) that's the most Myrtle Beach sentence I've ever heard in my life I was just zerped out of my gourd next to a wave pool. Like, I don't know why. Yeah. High on cough cough syrup. Not not high, just focused in. Oh my God. It was performance enhancing cough syrup. (laughs) So I don't know why that, and I was like drinking and stuff, but I, I don't know why. Maybe it was like the Michael Phelps smoking weed controversy that informed, yeah. informed my opinions on it. But his mom called my mom and was like, hey, he's talking to this girl and this girl. And the girl was his co-star in, you guessed it, another seasonal musical. <laughs> Elf the musical. <laughs> what was she? What was he playing? Was she Zoe Deschanel's character? She was, and God, she was good. God. Inspired. God, <laughs> that's what's so infuriating. God, she could sing in a shower. <laughs> so I am in my senior year of high school. Prom is a week away, and my mom's sitting me down now. And I'm like, let's just have this conversation another time. And she's like, no, you need to know mm-hmm. that he is everything he joked about doing, smoking weed, drag racing his car, doing all of this You crazy hate stuff. that he's drag racing. We're not going. No, it actually made me. I guess the word would be turbo wet to think about, but <laughs> like, so so he's doing all of these things that he would joke about doing uh-huh. in actuality, including uh, talking to other women. I never got like the smoking gun of like he slept with these girls, but he was definitely hanging out one on one and texting them mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, well, and for sure, the girl he slept with in the year that y'all were off, he for sure was sleeping with her on the senior trip and all that. Because mm-hmm. that that seal has already been broken. You don't go back from that. Absolutely. And he was surprisingly cool with me not wanting to bag. Because he was getting yeah. it from somewhere else. Because, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so 
my mom was like, you need to call him right now and break up with him. And my mom said that the woman on the phone gave the indication that his dad was also a person who had an issue with infidelity. And I think she kind of did not want that for me as well in that moment as to why she called. Oh, so his dad had been cheating too. Potentially. Yeah. And she's like, this is genetic. Maybe. I think it might be. Do you think she called because she was really interested in your high school relationship? Because it is a little weird to me that moms are so involved in high school relationships. But, or do you think it's because she really thought you guys were about to get married and she didn't, she wanted to avoid that? I think no one actually thought we were going to get married, which is why they were so permissive about it. Gotcha. Because I would say a lot of shit that I was about to be up to. And it was not. Sure. And very few of that came to fruition. But. Um, I can't believe they let right- y'all get engaged, like I or or let you be like public about without it. There's no kid involved. I mean, y'all are the kids involved, but right. y'all are like no one's pregnant. Yeah. There's no reason to have to do this. It's just that's- no one's pregnant to our knowledge. One of, <laughs> right, right. One of those elf sluts could have been <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is just Having all this is wild, but this is very Myrtle Beach. Okay, right. so she tells you, do you fight her on this? Do you do you go to back it up? Do you go to find the full information, or do you just believe her outright? Like, how does that? I believe my mom outright sure. because it's such an odd situation that why would she lie? Yeah, yeah, you well, know? not her lying, but like just the whole story. I'd wonder if you were like, did you fight or did you fight it? Or did you I go? believed the mom outright yeah. because I had a feeling, and I think. My mom has this conspiracy theory that he was very insecure about me editing his essays and stuff. Mm -hmm. And these girls would just kind of go along with anything he would say. So he would just be like, yeah, I love this. I love Pink Floyd. And the girls would be like, oh, I thought no one else loved this ever even once. You are so interesting and cool. And I just was not picking up mm-hmm. i guess that i needed to be doing that as well mm-hmm. yeah. so we just um, liked girls that were blindly into him yeah. exactly and i age. kind of was too yeah but i just didn't have that same level of tact to not say every single thought that's ever come across my yeah. mind sure did you that yeah. day call him and break up with him yeah how to prom? no <gasps> so i call him and I say, hey, if something doesn't change, I'm going to break up with you. Wow. So I gave him every out. Every, there were yeah. like a thousand exits, a thousand loop arounds for him yeah. to still marry me if he really wanted to. Yeah. And he goes, well, nothing's going to change. So. <gasps> so he didn't even deny it or anything. And so then I was just like, are you sure? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Shelly. <laughs> And I was like, you want to do a night to mull it over? Like I was, a, I was a timeshare salesman at that point. Like I was trying, I was trying to oh, get rid of my body with another woman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, your I was willing to do whatever. literally anything to keep my boyfriend besides like give one blowjob. Apparently, <laughs> and so I, he was like, yeah, no, we're we're done. Oh, we're good. God. Wow. Did he ask for the ring back? That's what I want to know. No, I still have it. It's in my childhood bedroom. I was trying to find it. Oh, I want to see this. You need to find this ring for us. Yeah, and send it to us. I I do. It was cutesy tootsie. 
If it was gold, I would have liked it. Was it a diamond? Yeah. I think so. You should go find out. I need to get it appraised. Yeah. Because if I'm ever like tight on money. Yeah. Well, because if it is a diamond, you could take that diamond and put it into like a gold like necklace or something else or sell it or whatever. Oh. Or eat it. (laughs) Or eat it. (laughs) Okay. So you break up with him. Shelly. It's single Shelly now. Do you guys ever get back together or do you, are you like, I'm a new woman? Well, so I break up with him. His mom calls me the next morning or not me calls my mom like two days later, not the next morning. The next morning I had to take the ACT, but I had laid on my bed and just open mouth sobbed all night. And so my mom just let me stay home from school that day and watch uh, Maury Povich, which really did help. And then I go back to school and his mom calls my mom and asks if we're still going to prom together because he already rented a tux. And she's like, Hey, he's super grounded for all the other shit he was doing on top of this thing. Yeah. Um, I would make an exception if Shelly still needed a prom date. Why would you want Did to you go to prom with him, Shelly? My mom says, well, Shelly already found a different date. So. Okay. Which well, I hadn't. You hadn't. Which I hadn't, though. Yeah. I hadn't found a different date. But my, and it was in the era of Snapchat. So it's not like I could pretend to, to have a date. So then I found my Mormon dance partner for this elite show choir I was in, and I had him home by nine. I dressed him up. <laughs> was he real? He was so real. Nice. Nice. Did you let him uh, touch a boob in the dark? or He had no interest in touching mm-hmm. a boob. Oh, okay. He... No, it's only him and what's the guy? The Lutheran. What is the guy yeah, that created just... Latter-day Saints? That's Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith. He only leaves room for yeah, Joseph. it's just him and his boy Joe. And uh-huh. so you, so you're like, got some guy to stand next to me on Snapchat, ha ha ha. Yeah, absolutely. And this guy was like stupid hot. Like nice. my dance partner was the biggest himbo in town. Nice. Like I don't know how I, sh- I don't know what Shark Tank pitch my <laughs> best friend gave him because I told uh, my best friend Alicia who was. Also a child actor. <laughs> Dude, I love this. How many acting gigs are there in, for children in Myrtle Beach? Must Eight, be. and they're only available to the hottest children. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think about it, I mean, it's a it's a tourist town. So any of those tourist towns have a lot of, like, gigs for kids. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. you know, they've got yeah. all those performances and, you know, seasonal performances and stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's like Pigeon Forge or something. Yeah. Absolutely. So you find yeah. a date. Okay, and then do you go, do you end up going to film school? Like, what is what is the art yeah. for Shelly? Does she find and, her way? Yeah. And so after that, I was, I started working at this water park. And um, I had only ever conceptualized being romantic with this dude. But then I started, like, dating women primarily because I thought, I'm bisexual, that will be better. I take out a, a cartoonish amount of student loans and still go to my first choice film school nice. and had an amazing time. And I, I'm not angry with him. And part of the reason why is because now he does stunt work out in LA. And so anytime I'm mad about how he treated me, I can just look up a video of him on fire falling out of a building on my phone. That's so that is, that is the universe having it, ha- <sighs> delivering that to you. Yes. Absolutely. That's and beautiful. I, 
We can't all I didn't have that. Realize. Yeah. A lot of us have to use AI for that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that cheating is one of the worst things you can do in a relationship. But you can have a worse boyfriend than one who just isn't around and is yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. And I was dating women thinking it would be better. And then a woman lied to me about her house burning down so she could move in. Ooh. And I was like, oh, it does get worse than being like a dumb 17 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have yeah. just cheated on me. Yeah. Yeah. I would have so preferred that as opposed to like walking around my apartment and coughing like you had just survived a fire. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh my god. I wish I wish we had more time. I want to I want to delve into that. What a fucking story that is. What a psycho. Uh, Shelly, you are but a fairy tale. Truly. You're not real. You you are not I real. I don't believe that this episode ever happened. I'm yeah. gonna, if someone tells me later that these are just the chocolate mushrooms left over from the music mm-hmm. festival I attended this weekend, then I will believe all of that. Yeah. It's um, yeah. everything that comes out of your your mouth is is poetry is uh yeah it's um it's a misdirection we'll say that um, truly okay but so let's get to our wrap up questions yeah tell us where you are now yeah relationship wise all of that she yeah she does some teaching too now yeah um over the pandemic I moved home and met uh, on Tinder I was just looking for people who went to my high school to get my sorry for bullying you tender messages. Um, But I met this guy who was just the most conscientious, thoughtful, wonderful person I've ever met in my entire life. And he and I went on one tender date. It was a hike in the woods because I don't learn. And you went on a tender date to a hike in the woods, Shelly. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if that story was indicative of anything, but I'm really easy to track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was, and we hung out every day ever since. So I live with my super wonderful empath baby boy, Quinn, who. Adorable. He, I collect porcelain clowns. I have over 200 porcelain clowns in this apartment. Yeah, that sounds right. And he still moved in with me. Yeah. So he must like really like me a lot. That tracks. So my my cousin also collects porcelain clowns. Why? Why did why did you two uh, people do obs- that? Obscene amount of them. Why? Yeah. What is it? Why? Why, Shelley? Like, what is it about looking at a porcelain yeah. clown that makes you want to always look at that? Oh, there's a woman in my neighborhood when I was a kid who collected porcelain clowns, and she died suddenly and tragically. Um, and she had given me one or two of her clowns over that period of time. But when she passed away, her family liquidated her estate to the nearest thrift store. And I was like, it is so disgusting that they would leave this beautiful collection of this. And so I feel like part of her ghost went into me and now I like them too. I was just about to say, so you just wanted to be sure that you invited all the rest of the souls into Mm -hmm. your home. The wayward souls. Absolutely. Okay. Do you think maybe she died quickly and tragically because of something to do with the porcelain clowns in her home? Maybe the I think it might have. Yeah. Had to do with the three to five little Debbie cakes she ate every day. Okay, and so okay, um, so next tell question. us, yeah, <laughs> tell us so, uh, a, a self care. Yes, the Shelly you are people. now. Yeah, you yeah. you know when you're when you're down on your luck, or if you you know you're going through a similar situation again in life. Tell us like one one of your favorite self care routines. 
Yeah. My favorite self-care routine, I love shopping online. Mm-hmm. Um, For porcelain so, clown. So, like, no, uh, believe me, I've come upon all of these organically. I've never ordered a clown. Wow. They come, they find me. Sure. Yeah, because they Absolutely. are haunted. Right. <laughs> they're not rescued yeah. i didn't rescue yeah. them they rescued me yeah and they come alive at night mm-hmm. while you're sleeping so just want to remind you yeah and protect me from bad yeah, energy that's what they're doing go ahead mm-hmm. <laughs> so you online shop that's your thing i online shop uh and my favorite thing in the world right now is a mcflurry do they have a moth flavored mcflurry though in your neighborhood <laughs> No, but they will put the moths you bring in the McFlurry if you ask them to. Fantastic. See, and that's really <laughs> all. And that's why McDonald's is the best, you know? Have you had yeah. your moth break today is really, you know, your slogan. You um, called right, it so- to teach your moth. <laughs> to teach your moth, episode title alert. Mothmatics. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm a moth, a mathematician. <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> okay, dumbest question some of all. To wrap school, this up. Some some girls in high school are goths, but there's only one girl who's a moth. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. Uh, okay, um, Shelly, you. Um, you get, this is hypothetical, okay? You yes. get cheated on again. Yeah. By your boy, you catch him one day, he's hooking up with a, one of your clowns. You go, not again. And so yeah. w- this is hypothetical, right? Would you rather the person that your significant other cheats on you with to be hotter or not or hotter than you and why? Um. Well, I have issues with my boyfriend's therapist being thinner than mm-hmm. me. So I... If he cheats on me, it would have to be a real no, you know, a real. Yeah. Yeah. A real. A real monster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The ugliest elf in the, in the North Pole. Yeah. But then again, that would mean he had to see something in her spiritually that he connected with. So now that I think about that. Hot. Okay. Really stupid hot. What a roller coaster we just went on. Wow. 180. Yeah. Okay. Really Your team hot. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. She's just hotter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the wrong answer, but it's fine. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> thank you, Shelly. Uh, we. I think we Shelley. could talk about you four days. Um, uh, forever. Yeah. We would love to just have you. If you have any other stories that are similar, uh, please just call in or just right. anything that just comes to you that you would like to update <laughs> the Chidi's listeners with. That would be great. How can the people of the world follow you, support you, um, send you bugs? Please give do your do your plugs yeah. for bugs now. Absolutely. I um, am in Orlando this weekend. Well, I'm in Charlotte Friday, Orlando. 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 Sorry, I combined Florida. She's Next the weekend. female Orlando. She's the female. She's Orlando. She's Orlando. Um, but most of the time, uh, you can see me every Friday at Dynamic El Dorado and every second Wednesday at Argosy. Yes. And you can follow me at not Shelly Joe on everything. Yay. And Love is Shelly Joe, is there an E on the end of Joe or not? 
S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-J-O. I'm a double name. So E in Shelly, no E in Joe. Everybody go follow her. As always, we will put a link to their to our guest's Instagram in our description of the podcast. Um, Shelly, we cannot thank you enough for being here and sharing your immensely fascinating just life story, just presence with us. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, and if you will join us in telling our our beautiful uh, stabbies goodbye, that would be great. We need a very long and annoying bye. Uh, so, ready? Toodles. Yes. Love you. Bye. 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 If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And if you've been cheated on or you have cheated, you've got a cheating story that we want to hear. Leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. Follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. And follow me, Catherine Blamford, at It's Catherine Blamford. Stay stabby. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.